Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewise Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and today we're going to be taking a look at some of the most shorted stocks on the ASX. And to do that, we're joined by Ben Clark from TMS Capital and Henry Jennings from Marcus Today. First up today, we have the most shorted stock on the ASX. It's Flight Centre. It has a 14.24% short interest. Henry, I'm going to start with you today. Is it a buy, hold or sell? I think it's still a sell, I have to say. I 14%, that's a big, big short, yeah. isn't it? You would expect to see some volatility. If somebody decides that this is the day to buy some back, then you will get it. But I think still it's a sell. There is a flight centre where I have an office in a suburb. It is still empty. There is nobody in there. And I, it's very expensive rent. They still owe me $2,000 from well, a holiday you go, last you year. And I, I think the whole game has changed, you know, in terms of travel. And um, I don't think flight centre has really adapted as well as it should. I think that's why there's 14% shorted, so I'm going to keep going with the sell. Flight Centre's share price has really struggled to take off in 2022. It's pretty flat, it's down 4%. That said, over the past year, it has risen more than 27%. Ben, do you think it's a buy, hold or sell? I'm going to go hold. Um, it, it's even bigger than 14, because when you think the founders aren't selling their shares, there's a, you know, it's, it's probably over 20 of the, of the script that trades. But... Um, look, I, I'll go a bit the other way. I, I think people are going to travel en masse next year. Yeah. I think everyone wants to use a travel agent again. I mean, I spoke to a guy I used yesterday. He said he cannot keep up with the inquiries that are coming in. I do think the margins the travel agents are earning these days are a lot less than they used to be. There's also twice as many shares, I think, on issue in this company than there was before COVID. I think that you're going to see growth just take off, but the market's already expecting that. And so it's how heroic are the assumptions. So bring it all together, I'll go hold. Okay, <laughs> next up today we have Betmakers. It has a short interest of 12.10%. Ben, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? I think this might be a buy. Um, we've just seen a really bullish update from Flutter in the UK, which is the world's largest sports betting company. And what prompted that was that the US sports betting market, which is, we know has been legalising and opening up, it looks like it's hit a tipping point. It's got at least a decade's growth to go. And I, there was a bit of a scramble amongst the players before we saw these ructions in the market. And I wouldn't be surprised to see that coming through again. Betmakers is profitable. It doesn't trade on a crazy PE for a fast growing small cap tech stock. So I'd, I'd go buy. 
Okay, its share price has fallen around 49% year to date, but over the past two months, it's really been soaring. Over to you, Henry. Is it a buy, hold or sell? I'm going to agree with Ben, I have to say. I think this one's a buy. Uh, I think it has got good pedigree, as Ben says, in terms of the management, Matt Tripp. Also, Tom Waterhouse is involved as well, so that, that's pretty good pedigree there. And I, I think, as, as Ben says, you know, the US is starting to reach a tipping point on sports, but there's been a lot of money spent on land grabs and trying to get their, everyone getting their share of the market. The good thing about Bentmakers is it's kind of agnostic. It's, it's the platform. So I think that's good. Picks and shovels, it worked for, uh, it's worked for many people. Okay, next up today we have Nanasonics. It has a short interest of 10.76%. Henry, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? I think for me this one's a hold. Um, it's, got, you know, it's got one great product, the Trophon thing. It's, it's terrific. They've gone into a little bit more high tech on it, but I'm just... You know, they, they've changed the way they're distributing the thing. They've broken with GE. So it's, a, it's kind of a, not an unknown way of doing it because it's, it's, it's obviously known by lots of people. But there's risks. And I think at the moment th those risks outweigh the benefits of uh, the US opening up after COVID. So for me, it's a hold. Nanasonic share price has fallen around 23% year to date, but it has rebounded a whopping 70% since hitting a low in June. Ben, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, I completely agree with Henry. I'm going a hold and I think there is a positive for this business, which is the reopening of US hospitals, the massive backlog of procedures that are going to need to get done as a result. But you've got this murkiness about, you know, the main sales distributors were GE and they're internalising that. And maybe that's going to be a great move in hindsight, but it could be a bit messy as well. When you're trading on 180 times earnings, messy can be brutal, you know, yeah. from a shareholder point of view. So I'd just sit this one out or hold if you've got it and see how this plays out. Next up, we have a stock with 9.85% short interest. It's Lake Resources. Staying with you, Ben, is it a buy, hold or sell? Sell. Um, this one, I would say, is actually a strong sell. Um, it's got a $1.8 billion market cap. It's got a mine in Argentina, um, which will probably need close to a billion dollars spent on it to get it into production. It's still some years away from producing and who knows what the lithium price is by then. And we've just, you know, I think a month or two ago seen the CEO who put this all together literally resign for no apparent reason and dump his entire personal stake in the company. So to me, this is sell. Okay, over to you and Henry. Is it a buy, hold or sell? This is such a tricky one because this thing moves 10, 15% a day. So depending on the day this comes out, it could be a buy, it could be a sell, it could be a, I don't know, but I think Ben is right, it's a sell for me. It's, it, the market cap is too big, the prospects are not great. JCAP attacked it, which is the big short seller, and they did make some valid points. And as Ben said, the CEO went off into the sunset selling his 10 million shares almost instantly. You know, that doesn't usually happen. Usually they make some, you know, uh, personal reasons, gardening, etc. So for, for me, I, there's much better lithium stocks to play. So, um, you know, at the moment, it's a sell. Okay, last one for today is Zip. It has a short interest of 9.12%. Over to you, Henry. Last one for you today. Is it a buy, hold or sell? This is a tricky one because, again, it's so volatile. Any given day, it can be completely different share price to the previous day. For me, this is probably a buy, and that's probably a little bit controversial, only because they are at least doing the right thing now. Instead of pursuing growth at any cost, they're cost-cutting, they're pulling back, they're rationalising, they pulled out of the Sezzle merger, which was a really crazy move, I thought, for them. 
So I think for me, this is a buy. It's not a bad business. And if we are seeing interest rates peaking at some stage and a recession risk falling, you know, even if we get a recession, in theory, you know, buy now, pay later could be a winner from a recession as people use it for budgeting purposes. So it's a buy. Okay, its share prices performed pretty poorly in 2022. It's, it's down, a shocker. It's a yeah, shocker. down 76%, but crazy enough, it's lifted around 139% <laughs> since its low of 44 cents in June. Ben, last one for you today. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Look, I'll, I'll go sell. Um, and that's just because I think, although I think they are now on the right path to where they want to be, the path is still long. And it, it's still going to be some years before they do show profitability. Um, the loan arrears, particularly in the US, still look worrying to me. There's just too many people that aren't repaying these little um, loans. And it's also, I look at a stock like Block, which is just blowing the doors off and is consistently beating market expectations each quarterly and is still a mile off its high as well. Okay, well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.